This is Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, Samo and Steve. Welcome back, everybody, to Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast for episode 64, Game Week 9. I am joined after a long wait by my co-host, Steve. Yes, lovely to be back with you, Samo. And what a game week we have to reflect on uh, with some very high scoring from people in the studio. Uh, Nail-biting Thomas Phileas League update. Uh, some new people to watch out for. And of course, the big game week ahead. Emails and tweets. That's right, Sam. There's just been uh, a couple of emails and tweets in this week from uh long-time contender last season. He ran Alex Perry very close. Ollie Doward, who's been in touch to say that this game week, he's deployed the old world bomb. Sam, you speculated earlier, but what sort of the changes do you think Ollie Dowd will have made? He's he's a man who, let's face it, he likes to gamble. He's fond of a change. He's got some worries. Team selection. What's he done? Well, I imagine he's gotten rid of Trent Arnold, who's injured and isn't returning much points anyway. He might have gotten rid of Son, who hasn't done too much in the last few games, although I think he's still a good pick and... He might have gotten rid of Salah, who's tested positive for COVID, but more on that later. Later in the show. A nice use of the old American idiom, gotten gotten rid of, which uh, I do like. Uh, so let's get on and get rid of that section. Manager of the Week. Sam, can you take us through the managers of the week? Uh, maybe let's do the top six this week. Yes, um, in sixth is Lucky Strike with 74 points, respectable effort. Then, And of the Lucky Strike, worth pointing out there that uh, they've gone early with their bench boost. All 15 players used. Yeah, that's done well for them. And then in fifth is... Mark Burrows, Olympic Mark Say. Worth saying that uh, Mark Burrows has enjoyed his worst ever start to Fantasy League season. This veteran manager uh, is really coming off the the barrel of the league, but uh, magnificent game week takes him up four places to 30th. In fourth is Besot Pharaohs, also with 77. And then up in third is AFC... Boring, <laughs> that's a great name, with 81. In second is your own team, 83 points, with 12 on the bench, which is a big mistake. But the manager of the week is Thomas, relegation battlers with eight, no, 91 points. What's special about him this week is he played his treble captain earlier in the season than normal Normally, but he got the treble captain on Kane, which was a bit of a waste. But well, um, he got twenty-seven, so well, at least he returned. Unlike yes. Mane and Sane has in but, previous but years. like your treble captain choices in previous years. It's what we call a safe treble captain pick from Tommy. There, I mean, you get it right, it's sixty points. 
You're yeah. wrong, as Sam found out last year, it's probably a maximum of three. So he's got 27 there, as um, David Dickinson would say, on the great ITV show, The Real Deal. You'd be happy with that. He also had Bruno, who got 17 against um, Everton. He now plays West Brom next, Bruno, so could be a potential Salah replacement. League table. Let's have a look now at the live league table. And Sam, can you talk us through, please, the top 10 managers? In 10th, Oli Gunners with 72 and 455. Then above him, last year's winner, Alex Perry with 459. Your own team is in 8th. Four six one up six places, yes. And then we have AFC Boring, Tom Winehorse, four seven three. My own team, Big One Matthew with four seven four down one place. And then Montmartre United four seven five and fifth. In fourth, Manager of the Week Thomas with ninety two and four hundred eighty six overall points. And then. Also on 486 is the newcomer to the league, Tom Warville. And then in second, the runner-up is Nick Bailey, 505, past the 500-point barrier. Well done to him. And then leader is Evan Weeks, 519. We did have a tweet in from uh, Evan Weeks. Uh, He contacted me earlier in the week to say that um, we asked him, Evan, uh, this is looks like your strongest start to the season. And he said, uh, no, in fact, the first season was the best because there was not very many people playing. A million compared to now, eight million. He says, yes, it's a strong start. And he says, Steve, where are you? I don't have time to scroll down the leaderboard. So an amusing tweet there from our Australian friend, Evan Weeks, who, as we speak now, if the pubs weren't shut, would be almost undoubtedly in one. Talking Points. Time now for this week's Talking Points, where I'm joined by my co-host, Samuel Roy. Uh, Samuel, um, talk us through the first Talking Point. Yes, so, which is an obvious one, but Salah has tested positive for COVID, as we said earlier, what are you going to do with him? Are you going to keep him in the hopes that he will only miss one game or get rid of him? And for who? Um, well, you're touching on another part of our podcast, which is my changes, your team, my team. But um, I think Salah's going to go. If if we're asking what the advice is to other managers, it really depends how many transfers you've got this week. Uh, I know a few players have got injuries. We've got concerns over Sterling. Then there's form and fixtures. Of course, Tottenham now playing five of the big six, I think, in the next six game weeks. So is it time to get rid of Son and Kane? Who would you bring in for Salah? What about Mane or Bruno or even Jota? Yes, I like all of them. All of them. All of them are good options. I know you may well have gone for the Mane route, which I think is a little bit cautious of what we're trying to teach you in these podcasts is that fortune favours the bold. Who can forget the end of two seasons ago when young Van Arnold 
grabbed 18 points to seal a unlikely last day victory. Who are you going to get rid of Salah? I think you've asked me that, haven't you? There was your answer. <laughs> Salah, uh, yes, I am, yeah. Okay, and second talking point is the um, captain success rates, which I looked at earlier oh, yeah. this season. You have had six out of eight successful captains. Thank you. I've also had six out of eight. Yeah. Alex Perry has had six out of eight, eight and league leader Evan Weeks has had seven out of eight. That suggests that the captain picks most of the weeks have been pretty obvious and most people have got yeah. them correct. I, I wouldn't worry too much about it. I know a few people have been in touch with me and said, Evan Weeks, he can't be caught this year. He's just too strong. But don't forget, this is a guy who regularly does not understand the wildcard and bonus chip system. So you could be 200 points behind him going into weeks 36, 37 and still win it comfortably because there'll be a week that he hasn't planned for. may not have happened yet, but it will happen. So um, I think we can count him out. I don't think uh, Nick Bailey, I know he's been he's been uh, following this game very strongly this year and I think he's got a real shout. Could He could be this season's Leicester Tom Warville, of course, has got the analytics to back up this charge. And Thomas Durrani is taking it much more seriously this year than he has done in previous years. And what this league teaches us, Sam, is that if you can start out front, it's often very difficult to catch a player up. Yes, that is very true. As we saw last year of Alex Perry, who he was just like, he got the lead and he just held on for the last like, 20 weeks or so. Yeah, I think the best thing we can hope for with Alex Perry is that the um, pandemic is cleared up nice and quick because uh, one thing about Alex is he does like a long holiday and we've noticed uh, if you plot where he goes to in the world, uh, his downturns in fantasy league form tend to come when he's on holiday. So uh, let's hope that Alex Perry goes on a long holiday and the pandemic is cured, uh, fixed very soon. Game Week Preview Time now for Game Week Preview and great to see all these matches back on without us having to pay anything extra presumably of course you've already paid for BT and Sky so we start uh, up in the North East for North East finest Newcastle and they'll be taking on the Chelsea's Yeah, prediction Samuel I have this as 1-0 Chelsea don't see Newcastle Stopping Chelsea here. They're in good form, Chelsea. Yeah, they are in good form. I agree. Considering a move for Woodburner, uh, along with a lot of other changes. So let's go to Villa, Brighton. I have this as a 3-0 Villa for me. Brighton, they play nice football, but they've not been clinical at all. And Villa starts the season very strongly. In fact... I actually have three Villa players now. You come a bit late to the Villa party. Uh, a few of us pinpointed Watkins game week one. Spurs City is your 5.30 Sky Sports game. What do you predict that to be? What, those Spurs City? Uh, well, I'm actually busy at that time, so I won't be able to watch it. So you'll be watching it downstairs uh, without me. I think and hope that City emerge victorious 2-0 Spurs for me I think Mourinho will outclass Guardiola 
after he signed his big new contract. So two nil Spurs. Then we have United West Brom. Yeah, this one's a difficult one to call because I think West Brom will have um, quite a lot of players pretty close to the goal line. So I think United may win this by one and it could be a penalty kick. Yes, Bruno penalty in the 98th minute could happen. So 2-1 United. Then it's the Sunday games, Fulham-Everton. On BBC Sport, and I think Richarlison's back for this. I take Everton to win. Yeah, I agree with that. 2-1 Everton. And then Sheffield United, who have not started the season one at all, against West Ham, who have started the season a lot better. I think Sheffield United will have a surprise here and win this. Yeah, but I think I'll go with a draw here, but I don't see them losing this at home. Although home advantage, much less now. Then we have Leeds, Arsenal. Arsenal coming off the back of a an emphatic 3-0 defeat to Villa. Yes, um, I think a tough one to call here. Maybe goals 2-2. Two, 2-1 two. Two, Leeds for me. Then we have the other big game of the week, Liverpool, without with I think it's three of their defence injured now against Leicester. I think there'll be goals in this one as well. I think it could be 3-2 Liverpool. I agree exactly with that score. And on Monday, the big one of the week, it's Burnley, Crystal Palace. I think this will be 1-0 with Chris Wood scoring from six and a half yards. I think this will be an absolute goal fest, free free. Then Wolves Southampton. I see this as a one-one draw, a late Jimenez equaliser, cancelling out an early Ward Prowse free kick. Southampton have won five of their last six games, so I think they'll win this as well, two-one. I think the big one, Matthew, uh, will tip Werner to hat-trick against uh, Newcastle. It's time now for my team, your team. Uh, Sam, talk us through the changes that you have already made. Yeah, I'm going to get Salah out and Mope, who has not done much at all for me. I'm swapping Mope for a player who the team Brighton play against. Watkins, as I said earlier, it has it was close between Watkins and Bamford, but I think Villa have slightly easier fixtures and are a better team at the moment than Leeds. So, what is also Watkins is also on on penalties, so he comes in for me and Mane for Salah. Bit of a boring move. I was tempted by Bruno, but I just think I've got to have a Liverpool attacker, so Mane comes in. Yeah, I mean. Um... I think Salah goes out for me and it's a choice between Ziyech, Fernandes and Jota. And then, depending on that choice, although, I mean, you look behind at the data in this game, which is why you were considering Bamford. But Bamford is not on penalties and Leeds has stopped scoring. So I am considering upgrading him to Werner. But obviously you'll need, it'll have to be a Jota or Ziyech move. It is a tricky one this game week, and I know Ian Rees uh, will not be able to start his weekend until I confirm what transfer is being made. So uh, 
Ian, I'll send you advance notice later on. The armband, Sanam. Then if you're bringing in Mane, will you be catching him? Yeah, probably. Could also be Kane or even Calvert-Lewin. I'm not decided yet, but leaning towards Mane. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't decided on the captain. Um, to be honest... There isn't a clear choice. There's not a clear choice. Unless you have Bruno. Unless you have Bruno. Yeah. Tricky one. Not sure. Well, that's all for episode 64. It's been another enjoyable one, Sam. Thanks for all the research you've done. Have you got a message for our loyal listeners as they look ahead to another action-pointed well, it's good that the UK viewers with Sky or BT or both can finally watch games without having to pay extra. And on that note, we wish you many points and a happy game week ahead. Goodbye. <laughs>